I'm Kelohi. And I'm Kristen. And you're listening to Everything Wahine. What's up, everybody? What's up, everyone? <laughs> That's never going to get old. No, no. It's always that first awkward it's Kristen. one. Well, got to make sure people know who you are again, huh, Kristen? <laughs> you know, just in case you forgot. Well, today we are talking about my favorite thing actually so far that what I've looked into is um, food but not just about food like good food food and stuff it's about our relationship with food Mm. yeah I don't think it's talked about at all honestly I've never heard that topic until I started doing research on it yeah before you brought it up I was like I don't understand but then when I started reading I was like "Mm, you know everybody talks about like dieting and and like food and being ha- not like people not liking their bodies, like body image and like all of that kind of stuff. But nobody talks about your literal relationship with food and how yeah. that can be a big issue and especially women's lives. Yeah. Are you going to talk about the, a toxic relationship? That's a toxic relationship right there. <laughs> women, food. <laughs> women, food and their scale. That's the that's the toxic relationship for me. <laughs> What was that? (laughs) (laughs) The toxic relationship for me. (laughs) Sorry, I'm still waking up, okay? All right, well, I got a quote for you. And honestly, of course you do. (laughs) These quotes are kind of hard to find for this one. I'm not going to lie. Because some of the quotes I did read, I felt like it was gaslighting me. And like a lot of it was just like, be healthy, be happy. And I'm like, attacked. Yeah, I'm like, why does a good relationship with food have to be healthy? Be healthy, be happy. No. So this is the best one I found. A good relationship with food involves having unconditional permission to eat the foods that make you feel good physically and mentally. Mm. That's interesting. And that also made me realize I I did not have a good relationship. No, No, I don't think that I had a good relationship with food before. I think Mm -hmm. now it's better oh yeah definitely yeah yeah no but when anti flow comes around that monthly time oh, oh yeah. yeah 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 she brings toxic relationships oh right. yeah <laughs> like all of a sudden you start like craving chocolate like oh my god i just eat chocolate and then you get the chocolate and you're like oh my god this tastes way better than it should mm-hmm. i guess that's the part where it makes you feel good mentally <laughs> but i think the relationship the negative relationship with food that people have a lot of times is the guilt yeah yeah Mm-hmm. But I mean, part of that guilt comes from, I think, what is thrusted upon us when it comes to what you see in the media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it makes you feel guilty, like when you eat that extra cheeseburger or, mm-hmm. you know, you get that dessert after your meal. Yeah. It's like, I think people don't realize that that dessert or whatever. I mean, of course, if you eat that every single day for the rest of your life, it's bad for you, Mm -hmm. but it's not gonna, it's not that big of a deal. But a lot of people, like I've had friends like growing up, like I think more er, like in our earlier twenties or maybe high school that they would eat like one thing and then they would be like disgusted with themselves. Like I've never like, I've never felt like that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, you just feel gross because of, you know, the greasy food or whatever they ate, but she literally would be like disgusted with herself. I feel like no too that where it borderlines, that's where those, you know, those food disorders and those eating disorders then come into play. Mm-hmm. You know? They are hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
you start off with just a bad relationship and then it just, you know, when those red flags go up and you chose not to leave, that's mm-hmm. kind of where you end up, you yeah. know, going down that slippery slope. But I mean, even some of the signs, well, even some of the things they said is a sign of a bad relationship. I guess I didn't realize that even being a sign of a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Like they were saying, you know, even just counting your calories yeah, like you and do. then knowing your foods of yeah. what you can and cannot eat. And I'm just like, but that's kind of the part of dieting. Because if I just mm-hmm. ate whatever the hell I want, oh man, I'd be I'd be chunkier than yeah. I am now. <laughs> if we just went with just vibes and like right. through life, just feeling good. I would not, I would be at 300 pounds, girl. <laughs> right. Like ice cream for breakfast, count me in because that makes me feel great. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing I was looking up too is that they're saying that um, when you, we've conditioned ourselves so well that we do it and we don't even think about it. Yeah. And then like we, our brains even believe that we need, we can't do this and can't do that, can't do this, can't do that. And we forget to listen to our actual like body and what we need. Yeah. You know, like if I'm hungry, you should eat. If you're hungry, you should eat. If you're not hungry, you don't have to eat. Yeah. Don't eat because you're bored. Things like that. Like those are all like trigger points, it said. So do you have any um, when you were, you know, looking into it and whatnot? Do you have a lot of did you see a lot of signs that you have a bad relationship with food? Mm, You know, honestly, I didn't. I yes and no. You don't consider them bad signs. I don't consider them bad signs because it keeps me from being 300 pounds, <laughs> you know, but it's more in my head. It's more of being like a healthier person, having a healthy body versus trying to lose weight all the time. Like it's it, before it used to be about the weight. Mm-hmm. Now it's just about feeling good in whatever state that you you feel that you feel good. And that's subjective. That's another thing I read, too, is that everybody's relationship with food is subjective depends on you and what you've been through in your life and all of those things so i did some things i feel like i like i won't eat certain things because it's like i feel like that's unhealthy like i'm not very uh, i'm not a big like fast food person i'll only eat fast food if it's the only thing that i need to eat like that's the only thing around and i'm starving but it's i don't know it's because I don't think that you should be eating that all the time. But is that because we're conditioned? Am I conditioned to think that? I think so. Or is it really unhealthy? <laughs> Let's see, it's uh, so well, I think like some places now they have a lot more healthier options than beforehand. But I feel like that's also part of a bad relationship for you with mm-hmm. food, when it comes to food. Mm-hmm. Because you Choosing can't look at food. You can't just look at food as being healthy and unhealthy. You know, yeah. you have to look at food. The mindset is looking at food. Does this make me happy? It's kind of like the Marie Kondo of eating. Mm. Does this bring me joy? Oh shit! Then so do I. Have, uh, you know awkward, what I mean? So I guess I, I do have a bad relationship with food. That's like I guess when I was looking up and reading it, and then I started to analyze people. Mm-hmm. I started to people watch, and I started to what like actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually started to like listen to what people say. Like you know when we're gonna eat or like picking their foods or doing this, and I'm just like like the whole events that occur around yes 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 because you know we just went through halloween and everything so everything's about candy right Mm -hmm. candy this candy that i'm not a candy person (laughs) but go ahead but you know it was telling the kids oh no you can't eat the candy until after you eat this you can't eat candy until after you eat that but why (laughs) 
<laughs> if it brings them joy, they'll learn in moderation. That's true. If you allow them to just eat their one candy that they want to eat, you're not like scarce. Yeah. Because then they think all the candy. Right. Then yeah. you're going to catch them in the corner in the back eating all their freaking candy. But if you just let them eat that one candy, then. Or as many candies as. I guess you got to kind of gauge it. Yeah. And then, you know, you just, it becomes then more like a gambling game, I guess. You're like, well, I let you have one candy, so let's eat something else. And then if you're still hungry, then yeah, we can have another candy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just about moderation. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the biggest part that people miss in having a healthy relationship with food. Like it doesn't matter if, if a salad brings you joy, then by all means, eat a salad. Yeah. You know, if that, that cheeseburger there brings you joy, then eat that cheeseburger. Yeah. But, you know, if that's not what truly brings you joy, if that salad truly doesn't bring you joy, you're just doing it to lose weight, that's an unhealthy relationship. But do you think that it's possible? I just got this thought. I was like, do you think that it's possible to, like, not like something and then eventually, like, learn to love it? Because I feel like I never used to care for salads. But now I love salad. Well, I think salad has like elevated the game too. Like before, yeah. it was literally just lettuce and dress ranch, yes. ranch. Like my, my, panko, <laughs> my panko chicken salad from right. Shallow. That's my favorite salad of all time. I love to go there to eat salad yes. too. <laughs> I mean, I went to lunch the other day with my family, and they had like all kinds of like calamari, fries, pasta, <laughs> like roast um, prime rib sandwiches, and I was like. No, dude, that looks good, but I want my salad. <laughs> maybe it's just a sign of us getting old. Yeah. You know, maybe what it is, and I just thought about this now, mm-hmm. is because we were deprived of like candies or no, 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 <laughs> of like all the unhealthy foods. Like we we're told you can't eat your ice cream until after you eat dinner. You can't do this, at least for me anyway. You know, you couldn't do this until after you at least eat your food, yeah. eat all your food that we ate it so much to the point where we feel sick that we don't want to eat it anymore because like okay like when I eat candy I'm not just gonna eat one bag I want to eat four five six seven eight nine Mm -hmm. to the point where I feel sick and then I'm like why do I feel sick again yeah you know what I mean and it's just because like like, sick rock (laughs) (laughs) I'll take another pork belly another one more (laughs) you know on a side note one time we went I've never been told but we're like they're like oh you know you guys are almost at your time limit and I was like oh god excuse me We've been eating here for an hour. That's horrible. But we're all still hungry. You guys are still hungry. Yeah. Bruh, I'm so full. After I feel like absolutely. My shit. brother blamed that they were slow that day. He's like, fuck that. They're slow. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they are, though. There was nobody in there. I don't oh. think they're slow. They were just hungry. It depends on the day over there. But you know how you were saying about um, like how we're trained to eat? And like even like eating dessert after dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you say that because last night, my mom, that it wasn't my night to cook. So my mom made dinner and it didn't finish till kind of late. So she made rolls. It didn't come out of the oven until like 730-ish. But I already made plans with my friends because they wanted to go get ice cream later that day, yesterday. And then um, so the food came out right when I was supposed to be going to go meet them. And I told my friends, I was like, you guys got to wait like 10 minutes because I got to eat dinner first <laughs> and then I'll come meet you <laughs> because I cannot go eat dessert before I had my dinner. Because first of all, I'm starving. <laughs> Second of all, it's just I can't do it. I can't do dessert before <laughs> before dinner. But see, why is it like that? Because you're trained like that. You're trained like that. Even, I was reading to even forcing, like, you know, forcing kids to finish their plate. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, I mean, that was a thing. That's why I that, have issues now. I cannot leave anything on my... Now I'm better. I don't care because I paid for the food. So. <laughs> but if somebody else paid for the food, then I'll eat it all. You sit there and you eat it to yeah. the point where you feel sick and you're like, why am I doing this yeah. to myself? Like, you know, your brain is telling you stop, stop. Yeah. But you're like, but I can't because I, I didn't cannot. pay for my meal. Yeah, or like, I cannot because I, I just can't leave anything. My skinny friend, she would always... She would eat half, tell herself she's going to eat half, and then she would pack the rest away for tomorrow or later. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? It's not going to taste the same. Eat that. Eat it now. <laughs> Sometimes I don't, I'm like, I don't even know why I take leftovers. I, I know I'm not going to eat it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't until Kale that I was like, oh, leftovers. you actually can't eat leftovers. <laughs> wow. Bougie, somebody's bougie. Well, no, it's because like because it's just how you're grown up to just you sit there and you eat the rest of your food. Like you don't leave the table till you finish your plate. And she's like, "But I'm full." But if you think about it, like even when we go out to eat with my family, mm-hmm. my mom them used to scold my brother them too because they used to eat, buy like a huge meal and then not finish it. Mm-hmm. But now they all finish it, especially Toby. Right, mm-hmm. he'll finish his plate. And load on some more. And I told my mom, I was like, maybe that's your fault. You're trying to make him eat all his food. And then now he is eating all his food. And then now you're telling him he's eating too much, you know? Yep. That's, nope, that's my, that's my dad too. My dad used to scold us all the time. Now I scold him for getting too much food. And I'm like, why are you getting so much food? You're going to get all these appetizers. You're not going to eat your dinner. Just get one or two appetizers. You don't need to try the whole appetizer menu. You're not paying. Um, mm. <laughs> did you pay? Sometimes you feel bad, you know, you got to slide the card, but you know, but it's just because I know that the food's going to go to waste. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. And I'm just like, you yeah. don't need to try all of it. But then I feel like now I'm like, am I promoting like- for him to have a bad relationship with food? Cause now he's going to try to hog all the food and purposely force himself to eat all this food. When in actuality, if I just told him, all right, get all the appetizers that you want. He probably would only eat one or two. Yeah. That's true. I even see that like eating out with my friends, like different groups of friends. Mm-hmm. Some friends, they love to eat. We'll grab all the appetizers. Like, <laughs> let's order it all, girl. We're going to try it all today. And then some is like, oh, no, we're not even going to get appetizers. We're just going to get our meal. Oh, some are like, oh, I better go stop at McDonald's after this. Oh. <laughs> I need some French fries. <laughs> you know, or like, or when I took Sean, Sean, shout out to Sean. We, I took him to Jen one time. We ate there. After one round of meat, he was done. And I'm like, dude, I'm not ever coming with you ever again. <laughs> oh, no. But see, he I knew. Said, I he don't was go done. with you. I'm going to go with Irene from now on because <laughs> me, Irene, and Ray will take rounds and rounds and rounds of meat. <laughs> it's like, you can't tap out early. I'm getting my full. $30, $27 worth. Okay. Oh, but see, we do it so like nonchalant too. Because we're trying to get our money's. That's another reason. Trying to get our money's. Trying worth. To get your money's worth. But I feel like that's where like the culture wise comes in and just here that's, you know, kind of what you grow up to know. Like everybody does it. Yeah. Everybody will say, like, I, if Sean went to dinner with my parents and my dad saw that, he'd be like, oh, you're a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> Or like my mom never tell us that too. That's why we don't go to buffets anymore because my dad's like, no, I'm not paying for you guys because you guys don't even eat that much crab legs. You know, usually yeah. you go for crab legs. It's like, you're done after one plate? 
Like, I'm full. No, you're not done. Go back and get another one. The toxicity, man. The toxicity. You know, the more we do these things, the more I realize, like, it all starts with childhood. It really does. I blame my parents. <laughs> because, man, like, you kidding. really sit here and just you, like, look back and you're like, man, yeah. But, you know, it wasn't even, I wouldn't even say it's my parents. It would be the school that I went to. Mm. Where did you go to school, Kelohi? Oh, gosh. The buffet well, on the hill? <laughs> yes, I went to Kumamel, but it's not the lunch. It's the PE program. Oh. The PE, oh. You, I'm sure you've heard. Our, the, the PE program is yeah. very vigorous. I think God it's knew. Intense. Didn't put me in that school because he knew that I wouldn't be able to do that. What is that long thing that you guys do? The, there was well the fresh the freshman one you either ran or, or something swam the freshman you either one or the other and I think it was a um I don't know I don't even remember I just remember it was hell and then sophomore year and sophomore year is bullshit because it, they tell you like you know you're always working your way up to that biathlon you mm-hmm. know that when you hit your biathlon, sophomore year you're doing your biathlon you're swimming and you're running. Mm-hmm. What they don't tell you is you do a pre-biathlon as part of like your halfway point, you know, because they do it in spring. So for winter, your winter final is you're doing a pre-biathlon, meaning you're doing the you're doing the exact same thing that you're about to do, but just not as much. They're training you for it. But all of that, the training, the nutrition classes and everything, it created bad relationships with food. Oh, are you calling them out right now? No. <laughs> I was going to say, yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, I get it. It was to make healthier choices. And in their way, making healthier food choices is building a healthy relationship with food. But you're not building a good relationship with food. Because yeah, those things aren't bringing you joy, you know, when you're forcing yourself to eat these salads because or drink these shakes because, you know, make yeah. sure you got the right fuel. To- <laughs> Even about, like, when we were doing shakes, right? When we were on um, that shake program. Yes. And I mean, I did lose a lot of weight, but for like to say that it was just a shake is a lie. Yeah. Because you could have done, I could have did that and just portion controlled myself, you know? Yeah. And just ate less and ate, like if I ate the same amount of calories in food that that shake had, I would have probably lost the same amount of weight. Yeah, I've realized, and even even reading up on it and whatnot, those fad diets, they really yeah. are... It's bad. Are They really create bad relationships with food. Mm-hmm. And I think it just puts you in a bad mindset. Like, it doesn't, you know, like the quote says, it doesn't, those foods definitely don't bring you joy. It doesn't mm-hmm. make you feel good mentally. Yeah. And physically, physically because like keto, when we yeah. did keto, we also do. We're avid. Di- That's why we're talking about this is because we were avid dieters. Yeah. Like we went yep. through how many different types of, I mean, some work, some di- didn't. I mean, I did lose a lot, a lot of weight. What am I trying to say? I did, <laughs> I did lose a lot of weight. I lost like 60 pounds a few years ago, but that's why we're talking about this. Yeah. And the dieting and all of these things, it really affected us. Yeah. What's what are you saying? What were you saying about um, so keto? Right, mm-hmm. you just feel like shit after. It doesn't make you feel good. Did, honestly, it make you, did you feel good? I didn't feel bad, honestly, on keto. <laughs> well, okay. But I felt like complete shit, complete shit. When you got off of it yeah. when we, you know, we had to survive off of carbs because that's all that had on the Mona and I oh, felt like yeah. shit. Oh, I remember. I was so sick. The sun, it felt like. 
death. Like I was just burning from the inside out. And then at night it was so cold and my stomach just could not handle anything. Like I remember you. I felt like I had the flu. Yeah. But it was literally. But you didn't look, you weren't, you didn't look it. Oh yeah. We should look back at the photos later on. Yeah. Yeah, I look like complete, like complete shit. Towards the end, like when we took our group photos, I didn't look that bad because I felt a little bit better. Mm. But earlier you know when we all had to go over there where jason momoa them were yeah. all over there oh i look like shit <laughs> i think it was rough though it was rough it but was even like okay so like see even that you were okay on keto mm-hmm. because you enjoy like those kinds of food oh i love you a love, good steak i love, love a good meat i mean i love steak too but it's like the bacon and the cheese and the eggs you love bacon. I love you bacon. Love the, well, but that's my wife's Kilo, fault. That's, that I Kilo, love his bacon. wife used to cook us our food. I would give them money. They would make my <laughs> meals, which was great because I was lazy at the time. <laughs> but she would make us, I remember, she would make little smokies, mm-hmm. eggs, cheese, but like ton, like a huge plate of it. And Kelohi would be on my ass to finish it. He's like, you need to finish all your food or else you're not going to have enough energy for the day. And yep. I'm just like, I can't do it. <laughs> This is salty and fattening and greasy. I feel like I'm going to puke. She's like, no, you better finish it. Yep. But that's why we also had those pancakes and those waffles. Yeah, those were good. Those were good. Protein pancakes. But man, but that's why, you know, I feel like this was a great episode, like a great topic to talk about Mm -hmm. because I don't even know how many how many I could go on Instagram right now and see all these people posting about diet teas, diet shakes, diet this. I went I totally on this. Do a poll. Maybe I'll do a poll today. Start honestly, any 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 tip I can give with this is watch people. Just watch. Watch like the way people stories. pick their foods, watch the way people, you know, what they do with their food and all of that like you really see how your relationship, your own relationship with food is actually not not the greatest because I wouldn't have noticed all of my bad signs had I not watched other people. Mm-hmm. Don't watch my story because I always <laughs> if I'm not cooking it, I'm eating it. So, but, but I eat good. But do those foods bring you joy? Yes. I'm such a, you know me, I'm a foodie. I love to go right. eat. I love to eat good shit. Because that's a sign of a good relationship. So, okay, we've talked about bad relationships, but, you know, one thing to look out for and when you start realizing you have a good relationship with food is that you're not defined by the foods that you eat. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we both mm-hmm. still need to work on. <laughs> yeah. um, enjoy food in moderation. Mm-hmm. No food is off limits. And appreciate food as more than just a fuel source. And really, it's just looking at food more than just as food which sounds kind of weird like we're not saying like have like a romantic relationship with your food that's that's, that's excessive weird. but <laughs> like just i guess learning to truly appreciate your food and maybe that's why people who make their own food they have actually just healthy relationships with food because maybe that's what they I view do, it more as a lot of my food. And I they, rather you eat know, you you view it more as just a fuel source. Mm-hmm. You you know you're embracing the food, and then just making sure that you know, hey, you know, I want candy. Then the candy's gonna make me feel good right now because yeah. Auntie Flo said so. Mm-hmm. Then that's good. You know, or I want a soda sometimes. I I mm-hmm. like 
I didn't drink don't drink the twelve pack. Years. Yeah, I I didn't drink soda for a long time. Or like I always told myself, like I don't know why I told myself this, but I was like, clear sodas are better than brown sodas. So I I only. <laughs> I only what? Drank, yes. I never told you this. No. I don't drink soda, you so I, I can't I can't tell you whether clear I can't like even attest to what you're saying because I don't drink soda. Oh. I don't like soda. And I just I but, never okay, like soda. Also, another thing is that growing up, my parents never let us drink soda. Oh. Like oh. for until we were like high school. Like nobody was allowed to give us soda. We knew that we couldn't drink soda. But oh, when my auntie would give me a sip. <laughs> Girl, I was like, and they wonder why I love beer. <laughs> people were like, oh, I don't like the carbonation. I was like, I love it. That's spicy. I oh, love that. That's why I don't like soda, actually, for oh. the carbonation. So that's why I can't even tell you. Clear soda is, like, you know, healthier or feel... better than brown soda because, truthfully, it all, like, it's all gross. Where did that come from? <laughs> Sorry. Like, how dumb is that? McDonald's mm. Coke, though. Mm. Oh, God. You sound like my wife. Please stop. It's the spiciest. It's so cringe. <laughs> it's so cringe. Listening to the way people love soda. I'm just yes. like, ah, soda's gross. It burns. Oh. You want to talk about something that doesn't make me feel good? Soda. <laughs> <laughs> when people used to try to force me to drink soda, I'm like, no, I don't want to drink your dirt ass water. <laughs> I mean, sorry. And then, and then before I would think about the calories, it's like, I mean, it's true though. Because that's all extra. And I used to say, okay, if I'm going to drink a soda, then I can't have dessert. Oh no! And see, that's that's where you see, screw but up. That's where I would have issues, right? You no, know, where you should have just said, "I'm going to drink one soda," so then I can still have dessert yeah. instead of I'm going to drink like six. You know, Auntie, you just keep refilling. It's free refills. Yeah, yeah no, you know, it's the moderation part. Yeah. I think that's where that you walk that fickle line. Yeah, I think the point of all of this is that like it's not the end of the world, right? If you eat that. Locomoco. It's not the end right. of the world. And you know what? Who gives a flying fuck if you gain yeah. a couple pounds that day? Just most of it's water scale. weight. You won't even know. <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Right. Ignorance is bliss. And most people won't even notice anyway. And when they do start noticing, tell them to fuck off. Because... Tell them to fuck off. That's our favorite. <laughs> because there's no reason why they should even be taking notice into you gaining weight or not gaining weight. Like I could see if it's becoming to the point where you know, it's becoming unhealthy and mm-hmm. it's becoming a health risk. Yeah. Then maybe, totally. you know, you should tell them maybe you should see your doctor. So your doctor can break that news yeah. to, to but them. But it's none of your business but it's, right. to be telling somebody. Unless you're my doctor, yeah. you can fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> if you're happy and in the way, and you like the way you look, you know, and you keep on keeping on, girl. Like, it's like, you don't think I see myself in the mirror? Exactly. Like, no shit. If I went into the store and tried on a size two, I... I can tell you that's not going past my calves. So, like, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But I feel happy when I leave eating my dinner and dessert. So, <laughs> and that's all that matters. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah. So, enjoy your food. I will. Love your food. Love your food. Don't love it too much. <laughs> Don't make it weird, Kristen. <laughs> not uh, weird. And we're going to leave off. With this, actually, this is a better quote that I found, but I just didn't is want to share that kind of quote. Or is it like a? Uh, yeah, no, no. It's free yourself from the diet mentality to create space for a healthy relationship with food and your body. Hmm. Have a great day, laters.